Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Buker and Friends podcast, co-starring 10-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion, Will Blackman. And from the end zone, he throws, and it's off by Will Blackman, the former giant. Tim Dwight watches it hit, bounces, picks it up at the 10, slips the defender, football, the football, it's up for grabs, it's covered in the end zone by Will Blackman for a Green Bay touchdown! And now, here is your host. Let's send it over to Rick Buecher. Rick Buecher. Welcome to another episode of Buecher and who? Buecher and Blackman. Yes, he's back. <laughs> your voice matches your hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm on fire. Uh, I'm Rick Buecher, by the way. You can see me on FS1. You can read me on Bleacher Report. And you can uh, also hear me along, not only here, but on Radio.com at Scal and Pals and on Endercom Terrestrial Radio Stations, every and anyone near you. He is Will Blackman. He has uh, returned from his duty with Sky Sports. You can hear him on Fox Radio. And you can follow him on Twitter at Will Blackman. You can follow me on Twitter at Rick Buecher. And on Instagram at Rick underscore Buker. And where else can they follow you? You're trying to get your gram going, and it hasn't really been going. But you, my gram you. is going. What you mean has been? Going? Oh, your my gram's gram, going. Your gram's gram going. going. My oh, gram okay. has been going. Your gram is not going. No, my gram is not going. It, my gram kind of um, took off there for a hot minute, and then it's uh, it's kind of plateaued. And part of it, big reason, well, I'm going to blame it on the fact that I just don't do enough with it. I haven't found my lane. On the you ground. haven't found your lane. Haven't found my lane on you the just, ground. You just document and story everything. Like, like right now, I'm about to see. That I'm storing myself right now, and yes. then don't me. don't do me. Don't yeah, do me. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm gonna turn the lights off. Fine. Because I'm a sweaty Betty right now. Not because I'm excited that you're back, but because I just finished working out. Uh, all right, so first of all, back from London, been yes. back a week. Yes, inducted into the Rhode Island High School Hall of Fame. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah so I came back Saturday, last Saturday, mm-hmm. and then flew back out to the East Coast on Sunday with my whole family. Got it. So that was cool. And so, when did you know? When did they first let you know that this was going to happen for you? They actually told me in the summer. 
they told me in the summer just to make sure that I would be there. And then they were preparing this whole time. So I knew about this for a while. Who else was inducted? Um, Brian Boucher, soc- I mean, the hockey player. Uh-huh. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, just two of you? No, it was 14 of us. 14? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Give me the names. Who else? John Galuli. He, he's like our main writer in, in Providence, our main sports writer. What? What? Wait, 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 what? They inducted a, a writer? Don't they in the NFL Hall of Fame? Yeah, they do. Actually, they do. NFL. NBA does too. That's what I'm saying. Uh, NBA. I'm still waiting. Uh, all right. So what are you going to miss the most from your time in London? And what did you crave the most that you already indulged in coming back? Um... I'm not going to really miss anything about London, to be honest. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't mean like a diss. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed my time. There was nothing right. like I, did, I don't really miss anything. I had fun. I did a lot. I got a lot done. I met a lot of cool people. Um, I I enjoyed covering American football there. And what and honestly, and honestly, I couldn't wait to get back. Um, just just home with my family and just be in my house. I'm a homebody, so I just couldn't wait. I cra- I craved my home. That's what I create. So what is it? Like, what was the first thing? The chair, the couch, the, like, what did you do when you got home that was like, oh, I missed being able to just chill right here? Walking up my driveway. <laughs> that's all. Really? Yeah. Just, just being back in the neighborhood. That, that's all. I, I, I enjoy that. That's, that's what I missed the most. And what did you, okay. So there's nothing that you're going to miss. You know what? There's... We, we sat down tonight for the first time in a long time and had dinner all four of us yeah so that was cool we uh the 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 times that my family sits down is for even when we're all in town when we all sit down at dinner is is an occasion as well does not does not happen regularly it wasn't always like that and then i think maybe a few years ago we kind of made it a point to like okay let's let's sit down and let's talk and let's have dinner so we've been doing that for a while now we try to do that. And actually, when the power went out, that was a blessing for our, our family because we spent more time together than, than, than we ever have. So I'm good. I bought a generator, but I am, and I, I, bought, a, I bought a camo generator only because the, it was camo. Because it was camo. It just made me laugh. I was like, I have to, I'm going to pay the extra 150 bucks because this thing extra 150? Extra 150. Yeah. Cost oh, me about. Bro. Cost me about a grand and a half. Not cheap, but when you're anticipating that for the next five, ten years, your power may go out at the discretion of Pacific Gas and Electric, you want to have a backup plan. So now I do. All right. Uh, We are uh, recording this right after the Ravens handed the Patriots their first loss of the season. They did it going away. And... I don't want to get into Tom Brady looking old or the Patriots being exposed, but I will say, Will, considering the fact that the Ravens did everything in the first half possible to make this close when it wouldn't have been otherwise, it's hard for me to imagine how the Patriots are going to game plan to, to, for things to be different should these teams meet again later in the season. It's hard to imagine. Yes, it's hard to imagine. 
Why? It's hard to imagine. Because as great as the Patriots are in scheming things, I don't see their personnel. I don't see them having the personnel to answer what Lamar Jackson and the Ravens present. I just don't. I don't know that they have. A lot can go on in eight weeks. It can, but I'm well. Look, I mean, look, injuries and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not talking injuries. I just in terms of what they're trying to do. Okay, so I so, think I think right now, first of all, New England has been, you know, they have been playing like whatever subpar teams and been undefeated and been riding the wave. And you know, this they kind of needed something like this. Um, and, and this is something you really can't prepare for until unless you actually played against them. Okay. So I think this this is their advantage. Like, okay, we're gonna take this L, and then see them in the playoffs. Okay. And hopefully things will be different. So, tell, give me a reason to believe that things are going to be different. I mean, I, I look, I get it, I get that because you, because because of Belichick, he's the he's the master of adjustments. All right. So, based on what we saw tonight, can you point to an adjustment that they can make? the next time they face them, that is going to eliminate the X factor that Lamar Jackson is? I, I don't have an answer. I, I, this is what I felt like tonight. I felt like tonight was Lamar was going to get his regardless. Mm-hmm. I did not think it would be enough for the victory, but I figured like Lamar, is he's just that good that he's going to get his yards, his stats, his numbers. So you had the Patriots winning. I had the Patriots winning tonight. I did. I did because I, you know, I just thought one the I feel like the Ravens D is unpredictable. As talented as they are, you just you just don't know. Yeah. Um, because you know this is the first time in a long time where the Ravens offense has been the catalyst for the team and not the defense. And but the defense has the personnel to be a catalyst or to yeah. you know or to be the equal. So yeah, it's I just feel like. I've seen it before. I've seen Belichick look at something. It was like, okay, this is how it is. All right, well, let me let me fix it. Yeah, I just I, I don't have the stats in front of me, but his history when you have quarterbacks that are mobile like this, and uh, the Mark Ingram and what he's able to do catching the ball out of the back. I mean that that combination of Lamar well, yeah, Jackson. Yeah, he had, had ninety two yards in like the first quarter. Yeah, so. That's where it's like, okay, so he closed down Lamar. Lamar's always got that little pitch out there for uh, for an option. I, I, I never saw them contain that. I never saw them come close to containing that. And there so, was a point. There was a point um, in the, in the second quarter, and some somewhat in the third, where it was like, okay, they could be pulling close, and then the Edelman fumble is what changed everything. I believe yeah, that was tough. It, it, it it just you know, took the air right out of them because they were down four points, you know, and had a chance to go ahead and score and, and be up. Everybody keeps talking about how Tom Brady is not the same and he's showing his age. And I've been one who has said last year or the year before, like, he's not, he doesn't have quite the same. It's, it's the, 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 the pep on his, on his ball is not quite the same. But I will say, Tonight, I think he still he still throws guys open. He still reads everything so quickly and finds the guy. He, he just his decision making. Yeah, he's throwing it away maybe a little bit more than he did before. But I don't know. I I, I 
what how would you estimate what you saw out of Tom Brady? Are you seeing slippage? Are you or are you seeing distinctive slippage in what he's doing? No, I'm not seeing that. I I just feel like um just as of now the offense as a whole has not been um once again another another situation where the defense is is the catalyst right now the defense was ranked number 1 in everything right coming into this game. They're they're giving so up they, less than eight points, averaging less than eight right, points, a, points game. a game. Yeah, so they have been the catalyst. So if if it got to the point where the the defense gave up a lot of points, which they did tonight, yeah, then it's an issue. So they have to make the adjustment in themselves offensively to catch up. You know, they obviously made them move, getting Mahomes new, and they fed him the ball a lot today. Yep, um, trying to get the running backs involved, and then hopefully, you know, Nikhil Harry will come through. But they they have to find a way to. To fill fill that void, and that void is Gronk. The fact that he's not there, is, yeah, they're is, getting is nothing huge. out of the tight end. Yeah, it's, it's huge. So they have to they have to figure something out. So that's why I'm saying like it's they they're gonna make adjustments within themselves, um, and and then to to get ready for an, another opponent. You know. Okay. The uh, the Cleveland Browns. By the way, I apologize because I, I literally I literally just got my voice back. So if I sound like a, a smooth R&B DJ right now, that's because I just got my voice. I lost my voice it, all week. If you sounded like a smooth uh, R&B DJ, then you wouldn't have anything to apologize for. But but right now I'm, I'm I have like one level. I don't have any like change of uh, of anything. My voice right now is just sh- straight ahead. Yeah, but it's very white. So why why would you complain about that? You sound good. Yeah, you, you, I I did not notice that your voice was. Uh, I mean, it's a little, probably a little more baritone than usual. But other than that, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not noticing that you're that you're playing hurt. But appreciate you doing that. All good. The Cleveland Browns lose yet again. This time to the Denver Broncos. They do it does at least happen on the road. But uh, we, you and I have uh, we've been pretty inconsistent in doing uh, our our pod. Uh, or our part in the pod. And so I'm wondering with all that's happened, I, we've talked about Freddie Kitchens. In fact, I think we both agreed. And I know you said that your question about would they live up to expectations had everything to do with Freddie Kitchens. And that has proved to be prescient because he hasn't been able to live up that, uh, live up to that. I believe what, you did not expect, and nor did I, was that Baker Mayfield would struggle as mightily as he has. And I just wonder, the damage being done now, even if we blame Baker's struggles on Freddie Kitchens, is can he recover from this? Or do, do they run the risk of this doing damage to Baker Mayfield? I don't think this would do damage to him. I still, I still think Baker's a good quarterback, and I think he will be a very good quarterback in, in the NFL. But for us, it was just a matter of we we don't we don't know about Freddie Kitchens. You know, we I didn't know if I could trust what he done. I know nothing about him. Um, even the first game, you know, it showed in terms of all those penalties uh, with the discipline within the team. And what we did talk about in our in our earlier pods was. You know, yes, this team is incredible on paper, but what's going to happen when the team starts handling 
adversity. dealing with adversity. Yep. You know, what, what's going to happen? You know, the, the biggest thing with any team is like the culture. You know, if the culture ain't right, it's going to show up. That that's 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 the that's the issue, and um, it, it makes no sense. It's it's almost like like Freddie Kitchens drives a manual, I mean, a automatic car, and then all of a sudden he got this Ferrari that's manual, mm-hmm. and all these cool toys and tools, and it's like it doesn't know how to drive it yet, you know. And um, is he gonna? The question is, is he gonna get get a chance to learn? Or do you see a change coming? Because that's the I, way the Browns do this. Is, man, is... I see, I see, a, I see a change coming. I, I see it as like, okay, we don't, we don't really see any other any candidates we want out there. So let's go. We're gonna hire Freddie, and then who knows? Maybe next year, if maybe if it doesn't work out this year, they they end up throwing a duffel bag at Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Try to get him back, you know, reunite. So I don't know. It's interesting. I, I look at it same thing. I look at the uh, Arizona Cardinals when they. Okay, let's go get Steve Wilkes. And for him to for him to get fired, who's also at Cleveland, for him to get fired in a year, mm-hmm. which means that they have been currently they still been searching while he's been a coach. Right. They you weren't know, sold. They weren't sold. And to also have Rosen, you, you had to you had to get a quarterback in the first round. And he was there. You couldn't pass him up. That would be silly. Mm-hmm. Although they moved up to get him, if I'm not mistaken. At the same time, there's a dude sitting there. Yeah, you had the opportunity to move up and get him. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. right. And there's a, now you're at one. And there's a dude out there at one that that Kyler Murray that you okay. That's right. who you really want. So that, that's that's what's going on right now. I think that's that's the deal. Is he's he's under evaluation because they are completely underperforming. Because once again, they're they're way 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 too talented on offense for, for this. Sure. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not going anywhere. That's for sure. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, another story. And I guess I am amazed at how dramatically things have changed. Opinion and viewpoint on Mitch Trubisky has changed in the span of a year. That we were not talking. The jury was not out in a definitive way last year. People were I wouldn't talking, say that. I, well, I, I'm not saying that he was that people were sold that he was going to be a great quarterback, but nobody was talking about the Bears needing an, a different quarterback. No, they they, they they weren't talking about they need a different quarterback, but you know, they were they were a good team. Yes, and they had they had their guy. So yes, I, I see what you're saying with that. Yeah, and, and, and now guy. and now it's a matter of they have to you know they have to make a change at quarterback. That's just right. That's the that's the going. Uh, you know that's the belief, and that's the that is the narrative that's uh, that that everybody's following. What is it that <clears throat> what what's changed so dramatically? Is it just that people figured out his limitations? I don't even know. It, it, it's the weirdest thing because it's not like they they lost a lot of players. Yeah, they, they have the same players. Yeah, it's not it's it's not like you know Kirk Cousins losing Jordan Reed. When he didn't have Jordan Reed, Kirk Cousins was not the same quarterback. I can't yeah. look to one guy that Trubisky lost and say, well, this is the reason. I know last year, Nagy got Tariq Cohen involved yeah. a lot. And you, you just don't you just don't see that. You know, it's 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 really it's really confusing. 
um, in terms of what's going on. And it, and it, it sucks because right now, because he's struggling so, like so bad, they keep they keep bringing up the fact that they got him. They moved up to get him instead of Mahomes and Watson. Right. Um, yeah, it, but it also, too, just based on the game plan, it just seems like right now um, Nagy just doesn't trust his offense. Yeah. Well, they don't. I'm just trying to think what their running game was like last year because their running game hasn't been particularly. David Montgomery has been okay. And they did have Jordan Howard last year, which was a little bit of a difference. Right. So, um, although average average carry average per carry was a little bit different, but but Jordan was able to get into the end zone. So that again, it's it's what I've often said, which is, you know, I, I feel sometimes we the, the running game, having a running game or having a, th- a threat in the running game just has a, a massive impact on what 90% of the quarterbacks out there, 95% of the quarterbacks out there. They, if you don't have a running game, you have to be really special to, to still make your, your offense function. No, no, you do. You do. I mean, that's, there's very few quarterbacks that can play one way. And I mean, one of them is uh, who, who could, was Aaron Rodgers, but he had Aaron Jones who was being productive until today. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you do need that. That's you, it's, it's, that's how you control the game is you, is you run the football. Speaking of the Packers, they take their first loss and they take it against the Chargers. Second loss. I'm sorry. Second, second loss. Yeah. Second loss. Second loss. Second loss. That's right. They're seven and two. Yes. They were seven and one. Uh, what didn't see this one coming. I think, I think the chargers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at mint mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Just woke up. They this do was, that. This they, was on the this list. This is not the, the first list. time. They, they, they do this. Mid-season, yeah, this they come on the come list alive. of one of my most confusing teams. They, they're confusing. The Titans are confusing. And the Falcons are extremely confusing. And the Chargers, they are a playoff team. Like, they're, they're built for it. So I didn't understand why they were struggling. But they, they woke up today in a Packer-friendly arena mm-hmm. at Dignity Park and, and, and got it done. Okay, so I'm going to throw three names at you. Uh, and what? Three coaches. The names of three coaches. And I want you to tell me who thrives, who survives, and who's about to take a dive. (laughs) You just make that up? I just made that up. Oh, gosh. Thrives, survives, takes a dive. Matt Nagy. He survives. Okay. Why? Because they just went to the playoffs last year, and right now they're just they're just struggling. Hopefully, they figure something out. He survives. Okay, uh, Mike Vrabel. 
he survives. Because they went to the playoffs last year? <laughs> well, wait, now, I mean, they're, they're doing okay with the backup, Tannehill. Uh, they're doing okay. They're Just doing okay. Yeah. Um, Matt Patricia. He survives too. Look at you. I had you a gave me you gave me names of people that like I had a feeling. They're not they're not like Well, I, I think they're not terrible. No, no, no. I think you saying that they survive probably is a statement because you didn't say that any one of those three thrives. No. And I'm just not talking about this season. I'm talking about uh all right, let me throw another one at you. Kingsbury. He thrives. Thrives. Yes. Because he's got his guy. Yeah, he has his guy. And they're they're like everyone now is kind of like believing in what's going on. Like he's he's he has his team, you know. They they see what's going on and see what they're trying to do and they got great leadership and people around, and yeah, I think he, I think he thrives. Especially he, ha- he has his guy. Like Kyler Murray is a hell of a player. Uh, Dan Quinn. He dives, man. That's 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 tough. I mean, you know, you know, what's hard is I dealt with this with, with Gus Bradley in in Jacksonville. Is that he's a a great dude, man. Hmm. Just a really, really, really good person and genuine person. You know, I think a fantastic leader. I think he's a really good coach. I think his what what happened with Coach Gus Bradley is that he, you know, I think he hired a lot of his friends as opposed to like going out there and getting uh, like really good coaches. He hired his friends, and I think what uh, Quinn, I know Dan Quinn dealt with a lot of injuries, um, especially especially to the defense. But this is another team that's so confusing from just underachieving. You know, especially offensively, I'm like, man, they got so many weapons. They have an MVP quarterback and, you know, arguably the best receiver uh, in the NFL, Julio, and and just just can't get anything going, Hmm. you know, especially especially the fact that he fired everybody. and He decided to take over defense and defense is not doing well. Again, yeah, Uh, one more Fritz Schirmer. Oh. Pat? I'm sorry, Pat Shroom. <laughs> I, uh, I covered the league back in no, the day. No, Pat, sur- Pat, sur- Pat survives. I would say Pat's going to thrive. Okay. All right. They just got to get that defense right. They got to get some players, more players on defense, you know? Once again, Pat got his guy. Yep. All right. Uh, I don't want this to be all about you know, the demise of guys and just about uh, coaches that are struggling. So I want to get your take on who you think among, and maybe I'm leaving somebody out, but uh, who is doing the best? And I'll throw out some names if you want, but maybe you already have somebody in mind. Who in your mind is doing the best or most impressive head coaching job this year? Who is doing the the most impressive yes. coaching job this year? Yes, um, I would I would say especially after tonight, John Harbaugh is doing a, a, a fantastic job. Yep, yep. Um, I th- I think he's doing a great job in terms of he has he has got he got that quarterback in Lamar Jackson. He has built that entire team 
around him. Mm. Cater that, that whole offense to his skill set. You know, I, I think that's the biggest thing. And then also, too, like, I remember watching the game versus the Chiefs, and he went for it on fourth down a lot. He went for two yeah. a lot. And, and, you know, and, and failed and, and made some plays. But I, I really love what, what he's doing and how everyone just rallies around him. Um, I think, uh, I mean, year in and year out, it's like Mike Tomlin, I think he always does a fantastic job. He, he's, he deals with so much yep. adversity and so much drama. And still, that team competes every single year. Um, I like Sean McDermott in Buffalo. I think he's doing a, a wonderful job in Buffalo. Um, got them, I think, what are they, 6-2 right now? I think after today. Buffalo? Buffalo is 6-2. <laughs> yes, but I think Buffalo, um, I look at, speaking of adversity, I look at the Raiders, John Gruden. Wow. Okay. I think I think he's doing a phenomenal job because um, once again they're they're playing as a team. I, I look at guys that are, like teams that are playing together, and, and I see those I see those guys. Uh, so, that's, that's well. so Andy Reid, Sean Payton, they get no love. But that's kind of those two coaches. They're Hall of Fame coaches. They're kind of given. Or Matt Lafleur. I I I think Andy Reid always does a great job. Sean Payton is a, is a heck of a coach. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. I'm giving you names, and you're you're like just jumping in, throwing names at me. Like I'm not even done. Okay. <laughs> you know the the unsung guy. I mean, obviously, you got great teams that have um, that that have have faced various levels of adversity and remained great. So there is that. Uh, the guy that I, I'm really impressed with is Frank Wright with the Colts. Yeah, always Frank. Yeah, I am. I, I just, I think he's, I just, I love the way he's, I love the way he approached things. It's him and Chris Ballard together. Them two. Yeah. When I spoke to Chris Ballard last year, the general manager, he basically was like, it's it's important for me and Frank Wright to set the tone for the entire organization on how we're going to be. And and that stemmed from uh, 2017 when they played the Jaguars. And I think they had like five sacks and just beat them down. And that's kind of where he was like, okay, I need to fix this. And it starts with me. And obviously got Frank Reich and, and, and made that move. And, and uh, also, too, you know, when Andrew Luck retired, same thing. He's like, dude. Jacoby is a is a is a rare type of leader. Like he's going to be just fine. Like that's our guy, you know. And then once and they end up paying him a two year deal to to prove it. And so yeah, I I definitely am impressed with them. But they but they knew what they had. I'm 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 more I'm impressed with them because Chris Ballard really built a tough team. Got playmakers everywhere, and Frank Wright is definitely steering the ship the right way. Who do you give more credit to in Seattle, uh, Pete? Carroll or Russell? More credit to in Seattle. Yeah. Like now? Yeah, for as for for the fact that they are seven and two. I I mean I give more credit to Russell. I think Russell now is is to the point where he 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 just runs the show. He can 
do whatever he wants. Like that, I guess that one drive where his headset went out, you know, and he <laughs> caught his own, he's caught his own plays and it's yeah. going to end up scoring a touchdown. Yeah. You know, like Russell's, to, Russell's at the point now where he can just go out there and you're like, go ahead and do your thing. Is he, we, I think we haven't talked about this in a couple of weeks. Who's your MVP at this point? My MVP at, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think it was Russell the last time we spoke. It was Russell last time we spoke and it's going to be Russell again. I think it's Russell, Russell, Lamar, and Christian McCaffrey in that order. I was order. just going to say, I wondered whether you could put McCaffrey in the conversation. Yeah, in that order. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, fourth and fifth, is Aaron Rodgers in your top five? Aaron Rodgers is in there. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. if he's fourth, then give me a fifth. Give me a top five. Deshaun Watson? Yeah, Deshaun Watson. That's a good point. Okay, good. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> All right. I think we we covered everything, at least for the time being. At least for, for the, this particular. Yeah, for the time being. Yeah. Point. So it's a. This is a good like welcome back pod. Yes, we covered a lot of ground in a lot of areas. You anything you want to say about the the NBA now that we've kicked off? Are are you do you anticipate going to more Clippers games or more Lakers games since you're based in LA? Depends what tickets you get me. I, I you know what I knew that was coming next. So with that said, if you wanted me if you if you wanted me to take you to a game, would you rather go to a Lakers game or a Clippers game? I have no preference. Oh, jeez. Pick a lane, pick a side. You don't care though. Because I'm going to be equally as entertained. Okay. I, I think know, LeBron's but, incredible, and right. I think Kawhi's really good. Oh, I'll tell you what. Kawhi is on one right now. He's he's busting people. Man. I mean, like, he's, like, old school, <laughs> mid-90s busting people. Like, this dude showed up, like, showing up at the park, <laughs> and, like, he's just, like, I'm just, he, like, literally, it's, like, busting dudes. He is locked in. And a defensively, like, when he decides that he's going to rip the ball, he just goes and rips the uh, ball. It's it, the difference it, of like, uh, like the like the lingo now is like, oh, you know, crossed him up or he's killing them or whatever yeah. you want it. But the way he's playing, like old school terms, he's yep. busting dudes right now. <laughs> he, he may single handedly bring back the mid range game, right? Because he's yeah. got that little that little step back 12, 14 footer that is just, and it's on a rope. And, it, and, it, and he's, un, he's unguardable. He's yeah, unguardable. He's, he's way too strong. He really is. He's. I, I, you know what? You know who I like right now, though, too. Mm-hmm. Who's who? I think the moves helped him. I think ever since Kyrie left, Jason Tatum is like smooth. He he uh, he knocked one down against. Uh, I think it was New York the other night. Hit a game smooth. winner. Yeah, I, I need to see that. I need to see that. I need to see Jason recapture it because. Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Lonzo Ball, those are the guys that we originally looked at in that 2017 draft class, and it was like, these are the guys. And then John Collins in Atlanta is balling. Zach Collins has been making a kind of nice contribution for the Trailblazers while Nurkic is out. Derek White in San Antonio right. is, is showing out. There's some other guys in that draft class that have really stepped up. There's also a lot of guys in this rookie class that are getting a right. chance to play in a big way. And Ryan Hollins made a good point in the last podcast about the fact that 
I, I noted that we have so many young referees. There's been a real major turnover in, in the referee ranks. And we equated that. Ryan pointed out that one of the reasons why these rookies are doing so well is that you don't see a distinction between the rookies and the veterans and how they're officiated. It used to be you had to earn your stripes. Right. Now, if you get fouled, it doesn't like Kobe White is as likely to go to, you know, to go to the line as Zach Levine or. But that's how I feel. I always said that too. I said in the NFL, we maybe get younger refs in the NFL. Maybe. Why? Because you only get star calls? Or they don't see the calls at all. <laughs> uh, well, we had a we had a game the other night. Uh, the I don't know if you saw the uh, Mavs Lakers. That was a hell of a game. And yes, I did watch that. The two triple doubles. Yeah, Carlisle Carlisle didn't go for the foul up by three. And Dwight Howard, I I saw it when the play happened. I mean he he clearly held Seth Curry. Right, which didn't allow him to get to Danny Green in the corner. Now the debate is, should you have fouled and put somebody on the line, or should you have just face guarded Danny, like just put somebody on, just deny him the ball rather than, you know, Seth kind of stepped back on the screen and then tried to get back. Uh, there's a couple different ways they could have played it, and then they didn't have to. When LeBron drove, let LeBron score on the layup. I mean, don't just don't give up the three. They they played that wrong in a bunch of ways, but. They could have fouled and just put LeBron on the line. And uh, what was it, the next night? Detroit up three, 7.4 seconds left. They fouled, and they ended up winning 113-109. Even though they had, as a result, Andre Drummond got fouled when the ball came back to Detroit, and he's a 45% free throw shooter. He made three of four, and that that held held him at bay. But... A distinct difference in the decision making, but nonetheless, just talking about fouls and young referees, like the the call should have been call, call should have been made on Dwight. You you generally don't want the referees to decide the game right. in the last ten fifteen seconds, whatever, on a last possession. But there's certain things you just it was too it was too blatant. They had to make that call, and they ultimately did. You know who else was busting dudes? Hmm. Tyler Harrow. I'm a Mr. I'm a bucket. Yes, yes. I Miami Heat looking good, looking good. There's some good ball being played right now. Yes, I'll tell you one place it's not. Don't even say it. My backyard. Golden hey, State man. Warriors. They're done. Oh, they're so done. It'd be like that, bro. Draymond Green. I, I Draymond Green's going to find a reason not to play. He he is going to have nagging injury after nagging injury. It'd be like that, man. It's. Boy, I tell you what, it's tough. They, I've, I don't know that I've seen a team fall off this dramatically. Not even the Cleveland Cavaliers after LeBron up and went to Miami. Now they but have, it's not because of ability. It's because everybody's hurt. It's in part because everybody's hurt. Oh, yeah, no depth. But even if Dre, even if Steph was playing, they're not, they wouldn't make the playoffs. They wouldn't make the playoffs. You know, it's early. It's not early. It's late. It's late for anybody to think that the Warriors' uh, run is over. Over. I made this point before. 
It's over. They're, yeah, they're not going to win anymore. I they're not going to win any more titles. Just, they yeah. can come back and be a playoff team next year. They can, they can come back and be fun. They're so behind the two LA teams right now. Oh, yeah. And well, here's the and thing. And Houston, it's not even close. This is the thing. And I haven't said this on the podcast. This is the thing that everybody really is not taking into account. Is that when they started their run, they were playing a different game. They played a style that everybody had to catch up to. The kind of small ball that they played and the offense that they had created and the switching on defense, it was, it was just, it, it all came together. And, and they caught lightning in a bottle. Now everybody's caught up. Now everybody's adjusted their rosters. Now everybody is comfortable playing that way and, and expanding on it. And, and they, meanwhile, have either gotten old, infirm, or they've, they've lost guys to retirement. And so, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a natural progression, but there's no doubt. You, you, gotta, you have to add into the equation. This idea that once they get healthy, they'll be the same. No. Adding Kevin Durant covered up a lot of blemishes, a lot of residual things deterioration that was happening naturally with the rest of the league catching up and the, I don't think, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I was talking to uh, Steph's dad the other night, Del Curry, and he was just talking about like they, they played, he and Steph were talking about it. And he asked Steph, he goes, how many extra games do you think you played over the last five years? And he counted them up and it was like 128 extra games. Cause Dell does TV for for Charlotte, and they were they were having a conversation conversation in June during the finals, and and he goes, you know, Charlotte's already been off for two months. <laughs> you guys are still playing, and you're playing some of the hardest games you'll play all year long, and other teams are have been resting for two months. Yep, and that stuff just catches up with you. It does. All right. That does it for this episode. So excited. Buker and Blackman. So excited to be able to say that again. Uh, if you enjoy the show, or even if you don't, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you'd like us to do something for you, giving away, since the whole China debacle with the NBA is in the news, uh, whether you were aware of it or not, I wrote a book with Yao Ming, gets into the cultures of the two uh, respective countries and the challenges and some of the challenges that Yao faced in coming over might, if you're, if you're a reader, you might be enlightened by, by what you find out and why the NBA is uh, progressing or proceeding uh, with all this uh, as they are. But if you screenshot your review and send it to app you for friends and you'll be eligible to win an autographed copy. And yes, I am efforting to make sure that it is uh, not just my autograph, but Yao Ming's autograph as well as a bonus. All right. Uh, In the next podcast, I will either be joined by Ryan Hollins or I may have a special guest because I'm going to be on the road. And I don't know who that special guest is. I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to say until I've actually recorded it with him. So look forward to that. And we'll advertise who that is as soon as we know. In the meantime, as always, thanks for listening.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.